Hey, you guys, welcome to the Maine and Magic podcast, your pinned location for all things Disney. I'm your host, Dawn Brown, and this is episode number six. Whether you're adventuring in the parks or at home via Disney Entertainment, I'm here to bring you the guests and info that'll pixie dust your experience, and we plan to pick up lots of new friends along the way. You can catch the audio recordings on our website at mainandmagic.com and subscribe on iTunes, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, and iHeartRadio. Just search for Maine and Magic. You can also find us on Instagram at Maine and Magic, and after the show, we invite you to join our community on Facebook to share your thoughts about each topic and to connect with other Disney fans. For this episode, Katie returns and we dive into our top five lists of attractions you need to experience during the day and night, and we each make our case for why we picked each attraction. So join us on the red car trolley as we take a ride to the crossroads of Maine and Magic. Welcome aboard, everybody. Today we are going to talk about Walt Disney World attractions that you have to experience during the day and the night. So these are attractions that we think present a different experience in the daylight and then again after dark. And joining me is Disney mom, friend, travel advisor, and minute-by-minute itinerary lover, Katie Fisher from Pictures and Postcards Travel. Hello, Katie. Hello, Dawn. Thank you for that (laughs) fabulous introduction. I knew I needed to spruce it up a bit, I think. We're a couple (laughs) of episodes in now, and it's, it's time. (laughs) So we're going to be talking today about attractions that you really have to do twice. You have to, you have to do them during the daylight and then you have to go, go do them again after dark because they are a different ambiance, a different vibe, a different feeling. Some of them, you might actually see different things after dark versus during the day. So you know, there's a little extra hidden magic, if you will. And I know I have more than a handful on my list, and I know that you do too. And there's probably going to be significant overlap. <laughs> so, but I want to jump right in, and I'm going to have you. I'm going to have you go first. What do you? It doesn't have to be your number one pick, but you know, what what do you want to talk about first on your list? Uh, so the first thing on my list is at uh, Disney's Animal Kingdom is the safari. It is, if you're going to do it, I absolutely recommend making sure that you get to the park right when it opens and get on the safari first thing in the morning. Reasoning for that is it is hot in Florida, in case, <laughs> in case anybody hasn't noticed. Uh, and well, if you go in <laughs> August. <laughs> yeah, yeah, if you go in August. <laughs> I mean, it gets hot in November and December still. Not August hot, but it's still hot. But uh, the animals are not very active when it's very hot. So if you get there first thing in the morning, yes, it's still warm, but they're just getting up. They're looking for their breakfast. So they're very active first thing in the morning. Um, Not to say that you're not going to see them in the middle of the day, but you're going to see a lot more first thing. Now, a couple years ago, Disney started late hours at Animal Kingdom. And they created a nighttime safari. And it's a little bit 
harder to see some of the animals just because it's dark, but they have a really awesome faux sunset that they created somehow. I'm really honestly not sure how they did it, but it could be pitch black. And if you look off in the distance, it looks like the sun is setting over the savannah, which is really cool. And they included a few secrets to help light up like the elephant area, but the animals at nighttime, similar to the daytime, it's a little bit cooler and they're very active. Um, You'll see the lions kind of moving around a lot more. So that's one thing that I really like doing is, is hanging out at Animal Kingdom start to finish or taking a break in the middle of the day and making sure you do that at least twice and getting the morning and the night safari in there. It's well worth it. And they even have private um, safaris that you can do. You do have to pay for, but um, they give you night vision goggles um, if you pay for the tour, not on the actual safari, but you can use the night vision goggles and kind of take a look out into the savannah with those, which is pretty cool experience in itself also. Yeah, they, um, (laughs) obviously in 2003, when I was working there, you you know, the park closed at, you know, 6 p.m. or, you know, 7 on a late night, on a late night. Now they're, now it's open at night all the time. And so I I haven't, (laughs) it's so sad. (laughs) I have not experienced it. I haven't experienced the park as a guest after dark. So I have not done the nighttime safari. So, I mean, that's obviously on my list. But last time we were there, we we just ended up in a situation where we had a, a sick kid on our hands and we had to leave the park early and we didn't we didn't get to do the nighttime thing. So, but I'm, I'm sure it's incredible. And if you watched the, uh, the secret or the behind the scenes, like the Disney animal kingdom, uh, show, I forget what the exact Mm -hmm. title of it is on Disney plus. Um, they actually show the light they put up in the elephant area, like the, how they fabricated it to look like a palm tree and, it's, yep. I mean, these Imagineers, I don't even, <laughs> it's crazy. I know. I know. That was a little, that was, a little, yeah, it, we watched that. And I actually went back and watched that part of uh, Secrets of Disney's Animal Kingdom. I went back and watched that part a couple times. Like, wait, where is that tree located? How have I never seen that tree before? And it, it really does look, I mean, it's real. You would never know that it wasn't unless you know what you're looking for, which I'm now looking for it when I go next time. Yeah, I was gonna, I'm, I'm sure there's a lot of people that watch that show and they're, they're, you're going to be on the safari and they're going to be like, that's the tree. <laughs> <laughs> yep. um, good choice. Good, good, good pick to start us off. I'm glad you, I actually, I have some, I guess, talking points about Animal Kingdom. Uh, but like I said, since I haven't, experienced it myself as a guest after dark all of mine are I don't have any in Animal Kingdom I just have like talking points about other things which I'm I'm thinking we'll get to but so I don't even know where I want to go first now because that was such a good one so I think I will say really really quick about Animal Kingdom I when back in the day um I always looked at Animal Kingdom as a half-day park 
and like there was never enough to do. And now that they have the late hours and they've created all these other things like the nighttime safari and um, a night show with no fireworks because of the animals and even watching that secret of Disney's animal kingdom, they've done a lot to that park. And it really is, I mean, just walking around that the tree of life at nighttime and walking around the park and hearing the animals at night, it's, they really have, I, I really starting to like Animal Kingdom more and more. Yeah, I'm hearing a lot of people now say that, you know, that's their their favorite or their second favorite park. Yeah. I, I think really since they've, they, since they have extended the hours and added all those things, because, I mean, well, I, when I worked there, it was 2003. So the park was, I was there for the fifth anniversary. Um, mm. And you know, where Pandora is was Camp Mini Mickey, and there wasn't really a lot back there. There was a Pocahontas show, and you could meet Mickey and Minnie, and, you know, there there just wasn't a ton, you know, the Lion King show was kind of back there, too, but there wasn't a ton to do over there, and they they've just added a lot. I mean, there's a lot to do there anyway, but I think a lot of people were going there expecting a ton of rides because their 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 campaign slogan, their their marketing effort was not to zoo. Do you remember that? Yeah. <laughs> Disney's Animal Kingdom is not to zoo. You know, which is a you know they were trying to play on like African languages, but by saying it's not a zoo, which of course, it it isn't a zoo, but at the same time, it is accredited by the American Zoo Association, so yeah. it's a zoo. Um, <laughs> but you know, I think now they have like a good mix of the animal focus and rides for everybody, so you can kind of break the day mm-hmm. up. But yeah, okay, well. I'm going to take us over to Magic Kingdom, and I'm going to Big Thunder Mountain Railroad because, I mean, this roller coaster is cool during the day, right? Because you can see, you can see pretty far through Magic Kingdom during the day, you know, so you can get the view of like Tom Sawyer's Island and Frontierland, and you can see the castle from up, you know, above and you know, all the little details in the canyons as you're going around on the coaster. But at night, it feels different to me. Like Mm -hmm. the lighting, the lighting on that ride is actually pretty incredible. That is a nerd thing to say, but I am a photographer. (laughs) (laughs) So I kind of am going there. But also... And also, like, the part you're, like, going up the hill and there's the water falling on either side of you and it's, like, lit up and all colorful and you're, like, going through the cave and it just has a different feel to it. It feels, it it feels to me, it feels more, like, exciting, more, more of a thrill, but there is a really cool detail on that roller coaster that you can only see at night. And that is when you're going, when you're kind of whipping around the canyon, 
there's a saloon that you're going to go by. And if you look at night on the second floor window of the saloon, you'll see, you know, quote unquote, the wildest party in the wilderness happening in the, in the second story window of the saloon, which you do not see during the day. You can only see it at night. So, yeah, <laughs> it's, I, it's a, such a cool little deal because, you know, the premise of, of the ride is that it's like kind of an abandoned gold mine, like they've sucked it dry and there's nothing left. But mm-hmm. there's still little characters around the ride, like there's the guy in the bathtub with the the little goat that's like about to chew the dynamite or whatever. So you'll see like there's still a few leave behind people, right? And then you go by the saloon at night and you see this party going on. It's kind of a funny little thing that kind of goes against the backstory a little bit, like this abandoned gold mine, but there's like a party going on in the saloon. (laughs) So I actually did not, I didn't realize that. it, It should still be there. It was, there, I mean, I I noticed it still last time I was there. So that was whatever, two years ago. But yeah, keep an eye out for it next time you ride it at night. <laughs> Big Thunder Mountain is was on my list also. Was it? Okay, cool. It, it was, it was. But, and so I talked to Dan and we kind of collaborated a little bit on our list trying to get like, what am I missing? I know I'm missing something. But he made a good point, and I mean, anyone who's been to, um, you know, obviously Disney, they don't call them, you know, their their attractions and their storylines behind everything. But like Big Thunder Mountain and Seven Dwarfs Mine Train, all those, they're all roller coasters. They're roller roller coaster type rides. And any roller coaster is awesome at night, <laughs> no matter which way you spin it. A roller coaster at night, there's just something about it that makes it awesome <laughs> yeah it's true yeah I, I, and i think i think it is the the lights and you're you're kind of more focused on the track maybe i don't know yeah mm-hmm. just there is just a different there's just a different feeling to it at night and e- even the queue like walking up the queue to to get in yeah. line and like there's the you know the the old school looking kind of like gas lamps in in the building as you're walking through and you know mm-hmm. it just 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 a whole ambiance of it and it and the you know the Frontierland feel anyway like it's just so well done over there I just I think it's really cool yeah. and then you know when you are going around you know in the day you can see kind of like every detail because everything's so well lit throughout the park as far as like viewpoints but then at night it's like cinderella castle really pops like you see those lights off that castle and it's like your attention is drawn to certain areas because of the because of the lighting (laughs) yes yeah yeah i think thunder mountain i mean you definitely at nighttime you definitely get that um like cave and and gold mining kind of feel at night walking like you said walking through the queue and it definitely it's those imagineers i mean i don't know how many times we've said it already on what three episodes now those imagineers they really do think of everything and put that kind of thought behind it of the difference between day and night and what you can see in day and night yeah i honestly like if somebody could only ride it once i would say do it at night 
Yeah. That's just me. I agree with that. Yes. Okay, so that's mine. So look, so look for the the wildest party in the wilderness at night when you go in the saloon. Check that out. Yeah. Okay, what's yeah. your next one? I'm going to keep it at Magic Kingdom, and I'm going for a not so obvious one is the People Mover. Oh, and so good. Right? <laughs> and uh, I actually have some of my best pictures from the People Mover of the castle. There's only a few spots where you get really good pictures of the castle. Um, and obviously during the day, it's awesome. You get to see everything and the people walking around and, um, uh, you know, all that. But at night, when Cinderella's castle is lit up and you're up on that people mover and it's, it's not the front of the castle. So, you know, you're not going to get to view the stage or anything like that. But the view you get of the castle, um, I, I will, on the Facebook page, I will post a picture of, of uh, the castle picture I took from up there. It just is, I don't know, I like it at night. I, I would go on a people mover at night. And you can, so here's a secret about the people mover. Nine times out of ten, it is the one thing in Disney where if you, when, the, uh, when it's over and you're about to get off, if you ask the cast member to stay on, they will allow you to stay on. Yeah, they will. Nine times out of ten. There's hardly, I mean, the shortest wait in the park. Right. If there's right. even a way. And it's always moving. Yep. Yeah. So uh, the people mover, again, not an obvious one, not something. A lot of people don't even know that it's there. And so to get up to the people mover, especially at the, so here's the best part, is at the end of the day, after you've walked around all of Magic Kingdom and your calves are killing when you're starting to get shin splints, the elevator that has no stairs, it's just like a slanted elevator, you tilt a little bit on that thing with the feet planted on the ground, and you get good stretches on your calves. <laughs> Getting up to that, <laughs> you get your exercise. You know your stretches in as you're going up to the ride. Such a good but, one. Yeah, yeah. I totally overlooked that. I, I would have added it to my list, though. Yeah, yeah, totally. It, it's it's so again, like it's great when you need a break. You know, if if you just waited in mm-hmm. line for an hour and a half for for a uh, Space Ranger spin and you're just, you know, you just need to sit. Oh, man, it's so great because it it takes you, I mean, all around Tomorrowland and, yeah, you get the view of the castle and it's it's just fun to have something where you get an overhead view and, mm-hmm. you know, you can fit your whole family in one little car and, yeah, it is great. I took my nephew on that one night when... You know, everybody just kind of had it, and mom and dad wanted to shop. I'm like, well, I can kill, you know, 20 minutes here. <laughs> so, and he was just, yeah, like all the lights and everything, he was just about it. So, yeah, such a good choice. Wow. I did not even, I totally missed that. <laughs> okay, well, I'll see your people mover, and <laughs> and I will raise you. A Swiss family tree house. Oh, that's a good one. I have not done that at night. It, well, I mean, it's leisurely anyway, right? And during the day, it's cool because mm-hmm. you can really pay attention to everything that's in the tree house, like the whole storyline. And I've actually been m- meaning to like rewatch that movie because I have 
uh, Swiss Family Robinson because I have not seen it since I was a very little kid. But it's cool. There's a lot of cool stuff in there, especially if you watch the movie or know the story. All the little details they put in there, you know, as you're walking through, you it's a walkthrough. You just take your time. You can see all the cool little things that, you know, the they have like an organ in there and it's playing Swiss Palooza, which is like one of my favorite like background musics to hear in the park. And, um, you know, like their kitchen and they have like the little water chute, like a little water mill thing with the buckets that bring the water around with on the ropes. And it's just a very dynamic and cool little walkthrough thing. But at night, top secret little thing here there's no there's no weight or line ever and you can go up there and see the fireworks so Mm -hmm. if you are like you know i've seen the fireworks from main street like a thousand times let me go see if i can find a different way to see it you crawl up to the top of the swiss family tree house and you can you can see you can see the fireworks from up there that's why I'm picking that one. Nice. A lot of people don't know about it. And then when the fireworks are over, you can jog down the treehouse, skedaddle over to Big Thunder Mountain and get in line for it. <laughs> for the queue gets really long again. That's my top secret tip. <laughs> that's a good, that's a good one. That's one, that's one of those, like, overlooked attractions, though. Oh, it is. People yeah, walk like, right past it, it. Right past it. Yeah. I mean, honestly, in the amount of times that I've been to Disney, I, I maybe have done it twice. Sadly. Sadly. I've only maybe done it twice. Well, now you have a reason to go back. I do. <laughs> I okay, what's your next one? We're going to stick with the uh, roller coaster theme here. And uh, I'm going to go with some Seven Dwarfs Mine Trains. And it's for the same reasons of, you know, experiencing it at night and not knowing what's coming and the whole Seven Dwarfs theme and and the coal or mining. Um, but just at night, and that nighttime air hitting your face and not knowing which way you're turning, it's you know, same, same, almost the same reasons as doing Big Thunder Mountain, but experiencing that daytime and nighttime is is pretty cool i really like it which is the same reason i'm gonna i'm gonna do a twofer here because you know on the roller coaster theme back to animal kingdom for a second is expedition everest again nighttime i mean that has different reasons where it's you're in the cave you have the yeti it's got a little bit more of a thrill to it and you're going backwards so you really don't know what's in front of you because you're going backwards and it's nighttime Oh yeah, and then that track yeah. ending, like it yeah. looks like that, and that yeah, in the dark. Yeah. So any any of the the coaster, the outdoor coasters. When I when I was talking to my sister, did you just wrap the, up like seven rides into one? <laughs> I think I you did. just did. <laughs> so I I, I kind of did. I asked I asked Sarah. I said, uh, you know, we're do, we're doing this tonight. What what's one that you would recommend doing at night? And she goes, Oh, Space Mountain. They're a dork. It's indoors. It doesn't matter if it's daytime or nighttime. I'm not asking you any other question. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 any of 
the outdoor coaster themed attractions. For me, just that whole premise of a roller coaster at night gives off a different feel. It's, I, I don't know, I love it. I, I live for that type of thrill. Sometimes, at least when I was younger, I did. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay, so you since you said coaster, I'll go to this this one next. It, it's not technically a coaster, but it's kind of a coaster. I'm going to say Splash Mountain. Because even though most of it is inside, there are a couple of portions of the ride where you do go outside. And mm-hmm. it's so cool. Like the the part where you're kind of like floating outside like around the side of the mountain you come around that corner you can see the castle it's so cool at night oh man and when you're and when you're I mean even when you're going down the chute you know when you go you're going up the hill and then you're coming down the chute when it's dark outside versus daylight like both times a day it's so it it, the the views from up there are so good and yeah I think it's it's really fun that you are in this whole world, you know, inside the mountain. It's, uh, you know, Chickapin Hill is what it's called. So when you're inside Chickapin Hill, you know, in this whole world with all of these characters and it's all colorful and then you like go outside during the day, it's a little, it's a little bit of, of a break from what's going on inside but the views are really cool and it's, you know, it's still really fun, you know, but at night I feel like it's a, it's a continuation. Like the feeling outside is a continuation of what you were seeing inside. I think it's because it's similar lighting. Cause it's, even though it's lit up inside, it's still dark, still has like a nighttime feel to it to me. So yeah. Yeah, so I I mean it's it's a water ride but it's kind of coaster to you at least for it is. 3 I, seconds. <laughs> yeah. It that one was on my list. That was definitely on my list. And that's one of those ones that if you're going to do it at night and okay, so let's say you go in like December when it's not a thousand degrees outside, you do it at night that way you're not walking around the park soaking wet since you're not going to dry off in the Florida heat. And uh, you just go back to your hotel afterwards because it's the end of the day. Yeah. Is the like aside from all the other reasons that you gave, which are all reasons that I have also, but that's the other reason is uh, you're not walking around wet. But it is really cool at night. Yeah, that's it. We yeah we usually bring ponchos because mm. of the whole getting wet during the day thing. Um, but yeah, I I I love it equally during the day and the night yeah yeah more so like big thunder i'm like let's go on that one at night but splash mountain is great both times a day it definitely gives you a different feeling i think okay so what's your next one all right i'm heading over to hollywood studios oh, um i know you're gonna uh, take mine <laughs> Okay, I won't take No, no, you can, you can no, you can do it. No, you can it's do okay. It. <laughs> we can deep dive um, into this one. <laughs> okay. So, obviously is Tower of Terror. 
obviously. And yes, I mean, but the it step aboard if you dare. I mean, yeah, <laughs> it's, uh, it's so true. Oh, it's it's eerie at night. I mean, the whole premise of it and all is no matter what time of day you go on it is really cool. But um, the one thing that we do when we are there is, you know, obviously we take care of our fast passes and we get it first thing in the morning. And then once we use them all, we add another one and we hit that right before we go see Fantasmic. I mean, there's times that we are running to Fantasmic to do standing room only because we had to get on Tower of Terror before they close to make sure we do it at night. It's just the view of the park at night and inside the hotel at night. And you know it's dark outside and you're in this basement is just, it's cool. <laughs> it is, yes. Yeah, like during the day, you really can get, I mean, it is creepy during the day too. You walk up to those gates, you know, in the, the, yeah. cat, the cast member, the bellhop is just, they, you know, 10, 10 on their creep factor. <laughs> um, and you're walking through those kind of unkempt front, uh, you know, gardens in the front and everything's just overgrown and the stoneware is broken and the fountain has dead vines all over it and the pool thing is empty and there's like mm -hmm. extravagant landscaping but it's like all overgrown and everything's crumbling yep. and you're just like that's the as you're walking up it's getting more and more ominous looking and then you're in the portico and you're about to go inside the lobby and it just kind of it's like it's like a slow it's like a slowly presenting of itself before you go into the library and then you're just in there. But yeah, it's yeah. so cool. And then at night, all those gardens that you saw so clearly during the day that were like too quiet and creepy to be like totally scary. Now you're walking through them in the dark and like you can hear the people I, screaming above you I, and... <laughs> I was just going to say that as you're going through all this creepiness, you just hear random screeches that you're like, oh, gosh, what's going to happen? Yeah. Oh, it's so good. Yeah. It's so funny because, like, most of the ride is in the building. But, again, the Imagineers, like, dedicated this, you know, the time and money to, like, work the queue. To the point of you were you were ready when you went in inside like you were already primed for whatever was going to happen once you go on mm -hmm. the ride and then when they open those doors up at the top and you just can see forever <laughs> it's like and you don't even know where to look right because you're just like you're just looking out and it takes you a minute to like even though you know it's coming especially if you've been on it before and you and you're just up and down and like everything is just like lit up and oh it's so cool yeah yeah ten ten on that one definitely yeah. do it during the day and the night if you can yeah I think that one I mean 
the uh, the thrill factor, I guess you could say, for that, it's just if if I had to rank everything that's on our list and everything we're going to say, that would be my number one must do at night. Like hands down, that is the one thing. You know, obviously, I love the safari at night. I I love doing the the coasters and all that at night. But doing that at night, that is something that we do not pass up when we go and doing that at night. Yeah. And, you know, it's, I think pretty much my whole family is the, you know, let's do that ride first and then last. (laughs) It's kind of our our bookend for that because it is completely different and everybody just loves it anyway. So... Mm -hmm. But yeah, oh man, so good. Such a, such a, definitely do that one both, both times if you can. That's, yeah, I would put yeah. that one at the top of mind too, probably. Okay, so I'm going to take us away from Tower of Terror to a happier haunt and say Haunted Mansion. You have to do Haunted Mansion during the day. And then you you have to go back at night, but you definitely have to do it during the day because the queue has so many details. They they redid the queue like what like three ish years ago now, maybe. Yeah, yeah, about that. Um, and they put in all like it's an interactive queue, so there's actually things to do while you're waiting in line, and. Yeah, I- it definitely keeps the little kids entertained now when you're in line. Yes, because some of the like headstones and busts have like faces that'll just like move. So yes. you have to like stare at them for a minute, which is great. Maybe when you have a six year old and you're like, just watch. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not going to jump out at you, I swear. <laughs> <laughs> just watch that headstone for a minute. Um, there's a, murder mystery and i that's towards the beginning of the queue like right not too far after you walk in right yeah yeah so it's the dread family mystery and there's five busts and each one has a little plate on the bottom that you it's a who done it like it's a it's a real life disney clue you got to figure out who killed who and they each have clues and you know it's just a a quick little Blue game in the Haunted Mansion queue. Yeah. Um, and then there's also, like, you can see, you know, for me, I like to go and visit the, the Mr. Toad. <laughs> the Mr. I Toad statue. <laughs> May he rest in peace. Um, but, yeah, so there's, like, all these little things to see that, you know, there's tons of, like, references to the Imagineers that worked on the Haunted Mansion, both at Disneyland and Walt Disney World. So um, you'll see, you know, names on some of the, like, headstones and things that are, like, referencing these old Imagineers. So if you're in line and you're waiting for a while, you can start, you know, looking up the names of the Imagineers that were working on the ride and kind of be like, you 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 can kind of figure out like which headstone kind of goes to which guy. <laughs> um, and it's just a really cool, it's just a really cool experience on its own before you even get to the ride. 
Uh, and I know like the whole ride is inside, but right. when you go back at night, now, you know, having seen all the cool things in the queue, when you go back at night, it's like a totally different experience. Because for one thing, the cast member that stands at like the queue entrance <laughs> just kind of like sets the tone for the creep factor that's about to happen. Yeah. And like the building is all lit up and it just looks very creepy and it's like we're, you're there at the thematically correct time to experience it from queue all the way, even through through exiting the ride back out of the building. So that's my, that's, that's, I, I think maybe after Tower of Terror, this is my next one, even though it's inside. That's okay. And you know what, though, that's cool is um, I know definitely during Mickey's Not So Scary Halloween Party. Now, if they do it on normal days, I don't know for sure. Um, but if you have a photo pass person that's in that area, the photos at night outside the Haunted Mansion are awesome. And there's a carriage that's in front of the mansion that if you get photo pass person, you can ask them for a magic shot, which magic shots are awesome. Always ask for a magic shot. And they get, they add something special to your photo when you get home, which is pretty cool. So Dan and I did that Well, we went in, my gosh, 2005 maybe we did the mickey's not so scary halloween party and got a photo there which is how i found out about this this is a pretty cool photo it's it's it definitely the nighttime at the haunted mansion it adds to it i i I kudos your haunted mansion at night (laughs) (laughs) um okay what's your next one i'm gonna go back to animal kingdom and i'm gonna say pandora so Anyone who has never seen Avatar, that's okay, because my first time experiencing Pandora, I had never seen Avatar, and you go walk in there in the daytime, and you have these floating islands, and this these trees that just, it has a smell to it, it has just, it's very well done. Kudos to the Imagineers, like, it's a really epic place. After I went to Pandora, I did come home and watch Avatar, and I appreciated what the engineers did even more. It is amazing. I mean, we're not even talking about the two attractions that are in Pandora, talking about the land itself. Um, In the daytime, it's just there's waterfalls. Uh, Something some people don't actually know about the waterfalls is only, I want to say, one or two of the waterfalls that you actually see are real water. The other ones are not real, which, you know. Oh, my God. I didn't even notice that. Yeah. They're, it, it, you would never, like, the only way to know is if you watch the behind-the-scenes thing. There's They look very real. They thought of everything when it comes to that land. When you go in there at night, that is a completely different just a different place. Now, again, anyone who has seen Avatar understands why you have the bioluminescence and the trees and you can buy a walking stick, an Avatar uh, 
Navi walking stick. And if it touches the ground, the ground lights up um, in spots where it hits the ground. It, it's just they really did a nice job in there. Now, uh, Disney Mom to do or to know information here because I did not take this into account my first time going into Avatar or into Pandora with at the time a three-year-old. It is dark. It is very dark. There are no real lights. The only light that lights up Pandora at night are the bioluminescence. And I don't know if anyone knows this, but a three-year-old in the dark looks like every other three-year-old. <laughs> So, my mom tip for everybody out there going into Pandora with your kid is strap them into their stroller and don't let them run around because it is, it's not that it's not safe because Disney is safe, but that unnervingness of, is very hard to see your kid in the dark. It's, it's just a known fact. So, um, again, mom tip, just, you know, keep your kid close when you're in there at night, but definitely check it out. It is really it's something. Joe did a good job with it. Yeah, I Joe Rody. Like you, I don't even need to know what it is. I I want to see it, right? Yeah. Um. So, and for those of you guys who don't know, Joe Rody is basically like the brains behind Disney's Animal Kingdom. Uh, the um the Lodge, uh, Animal Kingdom Lodge, Alani in Hawaii. Like it just it. Just if you tell me, oh, Joe Rody did this thing. I don't. It doesn't even matter what it is. I just want to be there and see it. <laughs> but um, for, those you, for for anyone who doesn't know who he is, though, you you might not know the name, but I can probably bet on it that you know what he looks like. He's the guy with the really big <laughs> earring. Yes. Like his very. There's no way to not know what he looks like. Yeah. Back to it. Yeah, you could see him coming from a mile away. Yeah. <laughs> um, now, I yeah, I have not experienced it at night. I, we did get to go during the day, um, but we had a we had a a real life um, moment <laughs> with a sick kiddo, and did you know we kind of missed the Animal Kingdom at night. But um, I will say, like during the day, it's it's crazy. Like it's it's almost like hyper colorful i don't even if that makes sense it's like it's ultra vibrant it almost isn't but it it doesn't not look real it looks real and yet (laughs) right it's hyper colorful and like the sound i guess the sounds even like change from day to sunset to nighttime so when you go back and you know in the evening or in the nighttime, you know, after dark, it's even going to sound different and smell different. And I, yeah, I've seen photos of it at night and I, I'm, I, I know photos don't do it justice and the photos are incredible. So I can only imagine. Yeah. It's, I mean, honestly, it's one of those things that, like I said, I, I, after I watched the movie, which, I mean, I remember when when Avatar came out, so I'm, you know, X amount of years late to the game, but um, better late than never. But after watching the movie, I mean, it really is like step, when you walk into it, into Pandora, it is literally like walking into the movie. It's unreal. 
Yeah, it, it's a huge step up from Camp Mini Mickey. <laughs> Very much so. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I, I was gonna, I was gonna have to mention that towards the end, just even though I haven't seen it in person, just because I, I know from reading about it and seeing photos and videos that it's definitely even though I haven't experienced it both times myself, it's definitely something that you have to go see during daylight hours and after dark. Mm-hmm. There's there's two ways into that area in Animal Kingdom. Um, you can get there from, like, near the Tree of Life. Then you can also get there from Africa. And no matter which way you go in, I mean, it's obviously the views are different, but the experience of walking into it, no matter which way you go in, is is the same. So... Um, make sure you at least check out both because I know on the Africa side entrance, there's a sign that kind of um, talks about, you know, just a little information. It's like you're walking it, what you would read if you're walking into a foreign land, you know, a welcome sign, basically, if you will. So make sure you check out both entrances, too. Okay, yeah, that's a good tip. Okay, so that's kind of like the end of my list but I have some honorable mentions this is going to (laughs) be I know before you had asked me if I was putting test track on my list and I said no this was kind this was this was before we'll say this was off mic (laughs) (laughs) and I spent some time sort of trashing test track (laughs) I you, I like test track guys. I please don't send me hate mail. Um, I just don't personally feel that it's one that you have to experience during the day and night. But do you feel like you need to experience it during the day and night? I it goes back to the whole roller coaster idea. I mean, I know test track is not a roller coaster. Okay, I, I get that. I know that. But something about going sixty five miles an hour in darkness and not knowing where you're at is kind of cool. I don't know. I, I like, it feels different at night. Something about the, hair, the, the wind in your hair <laughs> at nighttime. <laughs> uh, I do like it at night, but just because, again, the idea of going fast at nighttime, it seems different. So, and when you're going around the hairpin turn in the back, GM has cars set up in the back, which is actually backstage. Um, and that section where the cars are in the back is lit up. So you can kind of see those cars in the circle. When If you're quick enough to look, you can see those out there and it's lit up. So it kind of looks cool. But, I mean, if you don't do it at nighttime, you're not missing anything. But it still is one of those that's kind of cool to check out at night. Okay. All right. I sort of concur, I guess. I guess I, you know. It's a good honorable mention. It's a yeah. good runner-up. I definitely have other ones that I would pick over Test Track at night, but I also feel that Epcot kind of got left out of this little, there's nothing to really do at night. No, we didn't. I, yeah, we I really. Of, <laughs> I kind of felt bad for it. I had to throw something its way. It's true, yeah. Yeah, we, we really did not say anything from Epcot. Oof. Go check out Fiction at night. It's awesome. <laughs> um, I was going to say for one of my honorable mentions. What do you got? Is 
the magic carpets of Aladdin. That's a good one. Um, because during the day, you're you get the whole colorful jungle vibe, and the camels are spitting, and also, if you have a group where you have to get split up into two carpets, you can get some awesome pictures. <laughs> so if you're in the front carpet, you can like turn around in your seat. Don't stand up, please. Don't stand up. But you can turn around in your seat and take pictures of the person that's in the carpet behind you. So like if you, you know, if you're a family and you've got like mom and your little kids or whatever, you can try to put them in one carpet and get a picture of them. And then when you go on, you know, later in the day, you can switch. But so that's just a fun photo tip if you can get yourself split up into more than one carpet. But um, yeah, during the day, I just think it's cool. Everything's really colorful and like, super festive there's like you know a lot of times aladdin and jasmine are out right there's like a little sort of like covered bazaar area like right next to the carpets where they might be meeting guests and there's like music and all that stuff and it's just really festive and cool during the day but then at night i mean aladdin and jasmine went on their magic carpet ride at night so it's just like thematically correct <laughs> who wouldn't want to go on a magic carpet ride at night so i just think it has like adventure land looks different at night and you do get some height on those carpets so it's cool to be up there at night where the lights are kind of like illuminating different parts of the land and it's just a different vibe. So that's my that's one of my runners up. The the child's ride <laughs> with the spitting camels. <laughs> okay, can I just tell you really quick when you said about don't stand up on a magic carpet, all I can picture is the movie when uh Robin Williams is the genie is says, Please keep your hands and feet inside the carpet at all times. <laughs> yeah. When you said that that's all like I had you're laughing because that's all I can think about is that good good catch yes <laughs> they should play that actually like <laughs> when they start the ride that would be awesome <laughs> how many Imagineers are listening they need to change that yeah <laughs> use that for sure yeah uh okay so I see your magic carpet and I have a good runner-up that's the same vibe as Dumbo but for the same for you know, obviously you don't get that magic carpet at night feel, but at night, Dumbo's pretty cool at night. You can see some pretty interesting things, and it's, I don't know, it's got a different vibe at night. I, yeah, I think it, it's the same thing. It's like all, it's super colorful and like yeah. everything's going on during the day, and then. Yeah. And okay, so, I mean, this is kind of, well, this isn't any time kind of thing, but we're going to do a, um, hashtag Disney mom tip here for anyone that doesn't know is when you're in Dumbo and there's a let's say 30 minute wait and you have a very impatient five-year-old with you who doesn't want to wait five minutes or 30 minutes um, when you get into the queue you pass this little section that has a bunch of little toys I mean works or not toys uh, oh the playscape that's the, the play game area it's like 
a really hyped up McDonald's playground is all it is. But um, they give you a little beeper and tell you when it's your when your time is up, you can go turn it in. You go basically get right on the ride. But it helps pass the time and take advantage of that because it helps them uh, get ready. You can sit down and relax for a little bit. They're not going anywhere, but it just kind of helps the time go by a little faster. And you're not just standing there in line telling them, nope, just two more times and then we get to go on Dumbo. So definitely take advantage of the little play area. Yeah, but we we no. did that. It's awesome. Oh, yeah. my goodness. And there's there's like a place to sit down. I mean, there's not a lot of seating, but if you go at it, you know, sometimes parents are like following their kid around the playscape. But if you have a kid that you can kind of let go for a little bit mm-hmm. and know they're going to be good. You there's like a couple of seats in there, so you can take a load off and yeah. oh. But just know that your 30 minute wait to ride Dumbo, because you are in the play area, your 30 minute wait is probably going to turn into a 60 minute wait because good luck getting your kid out of there. Like, come on, we get to go ride the elephant. I don't want to. I want to go down the slide. Yeah, yeah. You have to convince them to leave <laughs> to go on the ride. <laughs> That's what Mickey bars are for. <laughs> oh, oh man, but yeah, it is awesome because once you once your beeper goes, yeah, it's all it's really only a few more minutes, but yeah. it's so much better than just standing there for thirty minutes or forty minutes or however because that line can get crazy long. Yeah, I remember yeah. when we didn't even go on it for years because there was only one. Now they have two of them going. Yeah. Um. But when it was just one over, you know, in in Fantasyland before they moved it, oh yeah, we it was just like nope, we're, it wasn't even didn't even think about it. Right. Walk right past it. Yep. That's a good one at night. It's fun to do at night. My only other one was teacups. That's a good one. Because during the day, like. It's super, again, it's colorful. It's really fun to get photos in there. It's even, like, sometimes I can't go on it. Like, if my if my mom is going to go on it or my nephew, I cannot, I can't, if I do go on it, I can't be in their teacup because I don't want to die. <laughs> <laughs> because they're those riders. But, um, like, during the daytime I you know I, I'll stay off the ride and just take pictures of them on it and it's easy to get good pictures of your family or friends on the ride during the day but at night it's just like it's all lit up like the lanterns are all lit up and fantasy land has like the twinkle lights going everywhere and it's just cute and fun it is and hashtag photo tip at nighttime in front of the teacups a lot of times there's a photo pass person that's there that has their tripod and they will get you, you have to make sure you stand super still, but they get you standing in front of the teacups and a lot of times they'll wait for the teacups to start moving and they get the motion of the teacups while you're just standing there. So it's a pretty cool shot. Oh yeah, that's cool. I didn't, I never knew that that was there. They have upped the photo pass tribe or you know (laughs) like cast I guess so much more over the years because I know and I know 
like the popular one is over by the Tangled bathrooms. Yes. Um, <laughs> with the lantern and, but yeah, that it's so cool how many photo pass photographers and like different magic shot opportunities they have now. That's the totally yeah. random sidetrack, but. Um, and I, you said about the Tangled bathroom, because I forgot about that at night. I mean, that's not an attraction or anything, but um, that's one of those things that, they that line actually gets longer than Splash Mountain in the daytime. Oh yeah, because they so if anyone doesn't know about it, at nighttime they get a lantern and the lantern's lit up and you sit there and if, it's really cute if you're with you know your husband or your loved one or you uh, you could take a really romantic shot with it or you can get the kids holding the lantern and it's a it's a pretty cool shot at night so. That's a nighttime thing to do for sure. Yeah. Just know the line gets long. We should, yeah, maybe I'm going to make a note that we should do a show about things that are like specifically special at night. Yeah. Like, like a nighttime itinerary, if you will. Oh, I got that. That's going to be a long show. (laughs) (laughs) Oh boy. Okay. Well, I'm gonna end it there. I think that I think that covered everything. Was that did, was that everything that you had on your list? Uh, so I have one last thing, but I'm gonna be very vague about it because anyone who hasn't been on it, I give anything away. Um, but something to check out at daytime and at nighttime would be Rise of the Resistance. There's there's it's cool to do at night. It's cool to do no matter when you can get on it for sure. If you're lucky enough to get two boarding groups and get back on it at night, it's pretty cool to do at night. I am trying to not watch a YouTube video of it. (laughs) I know. That's why I'm going to just be very vague about it. And like I said, if if you can get two, cool. If you get one at night, no matter what you do it, it's cool. But yeah. It feels, it's a different feel at night. Yeah. Okay. But no spoilers. That's all I'm going to say. Noted. <laughs> <laughs> but that's, that's everything I have done. I'm, I've, I've got my list. I'm good. Now I want to go plan my Disney trip. Okay, Bull. So now we want to hear from you, our listener. Did we forget to mention anything? Are you thinking, well, they didn't talk about this ride. You should definitely do this ride during the day and night. Or... Do you have a favorite to do during the day and night that we did talk about? Go over to our private Facebook group and let us know because we want your opinion. And, you know, there's always the possibility that we missed something and you're screaming at us from your car. (laughs) So head over there and let us know. And of course, Katie, where can people reach you if they want to start booking their own trip? Uh, so you can obviously contact me through the Made of Magic Facebook group, um, or you can also email me uh, at kfisher at nyaaa.com. Um, but all of my information is right on the Made of Magic group. And contact me and let's start planning that magical trip. Yeah, because we've got the 50th anniversary coming up here. We do. In yes. Like 
11-ish months. Yeah, about that. Yep. So that's going to be super awesome. I'm so excited for all the stuff that they have. Rat Tattoo is coming. That's and we're going to be talking about Epcot. <laughs> we got Ratatouille. We got Tron at Magic Kingdom. Oh, that that's going to be one to add to the list. That's going to yeah. be a, you have to do that during the day and the night. Yes, it is. Good call. That's a wrap on this episode. Thanks so much for riding the red line with us. And thanks to my guest, Katie Fisher from Pictures and Postcards Travel. If you are heading to the Disney parks or looking at booking a Disney cruise or Adventures by Disney experience, Katie can help you get the best prices and discounts and the most signature personal service all at no cost to you. You can find her online at picturesandpostcardstravel.com on Facebook and Instagram at Pictures and Postcards Travel, or you can email her directly at kfisher at nyaaa.com. And of course, you can find her in the Maine and Magic Friends Facebook group. Now that you've had a listen, we invite you to join our Maine and Magic Friends community on Facebook to share your thoughts about the episode. You're welcome to pop in to share an idea, story, or photo and connect with other Disney fans. You can also ask questions, get and give advice, post updates from the parks, and just have fun. Head to facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash Maine and Magic to join. If you've got a comment or question, you can also email me at mainandmagic at gmail.com. And you can find us on Instagram at Main and Magic. If you enjoyed this episode, please take a minute to share it out on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram and pop over to iTunes and leave us a review. Thanks so much for listening. And of course, in the Disney tradition around here, we don't like to say goodbye. So we say see you real soon. <laughs>